Welcome to Evolution Through Ascension. Are you ready? Happy New Year, sir. Happy New Year. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing outstanding, sir. Good. Thank you. It's, it's been a beautiful, beautiful start to the year. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Yeah. Went out last night, hung out with one of our coworkers. Got a little crazy hanging out with some friends. Nice. It's been, it's been a good start so far. Good. Yeah. It, it kind of leads into a question that I that I had for the listeners actually about this. Um, for the listener, how would you rate? How would you? How would you judge twenty twenty as being a year for you? Somehow I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> Has there been any growth? any finding of the self for you how has how has the overall structure of 2020 affected you has has anything else affected you in a negative way do you see 2020 as being a negative thing is especially lately just been hearing so much about 2020 being worst year ever why? Why? Why, why yeah, was why? it the worst year ever? <laughs> that is strictly going to be based upon perception. Yeah. For some people, COVID hasn't affected them at all. No. And this is going to be strictly based upon perception. You can either rate 2020 as being the worst year of your life or it can be just another life or another another year and you're in the progression of your life that it's just another step of you getting closer to you. It could be one of the best years of your life. Now I can say for me personally, this this has been one of the best years of my life just because of how everything has transpired. What we've learned about ourselves through this this past year. Yeah. Because we're, it's only a week or so, and we're going to be at our, our year mark, right. our year anniversary of doing the podcast. One year, baby, one year. But me and I, I can I can speak for both Jesse, Jesse, and myself that that we have both come a long way over this past year, completely transformational. You know, just on top of of everything that we already have going on within our spiritual lives. Yeah. It's, I know for me personally, I've, within the past, I don't know, week or two, I've had some new developments, energy, energy healing wise. So that's, and that, and that's just on top of everything, you know, every other thing that's happened this year. I mean, me personally, COVID, COVID didn't really affect me at all. I mean, I mean, what didn't I get to do? Go to a movie theater? Yeah. You know, and I think I actually did once at the beginning of the year. So 
I mean, whatever. I mean, it, so, you know, I, I did a lot more ordering groceries online and having it delivered or doing curbside pickup, which is fine because those are jobs that didn't even exist before. And now those are people making money because of this whole situation. So I, I'm fine with supporting that. And I mean, I mean, I still got to hang out with you. You know, I got to still hang out with friends. You know, it's, I spent more time sitting at home, but it was a lot more time. It was a lot more peace and quiet. Yeah. Which also made the time I did get to spend hanging out with friends a lot more. Uh, I was a lot more grateful and it was a lot more in the moment. You know, it was more real. Yeah. You know, I didn't just take it for granted, you know. I enjoyed my peace and quiet and I enjoyed my friend time. And It really does ultimately boil down to how much we're able to accept change and allow change to happen in our lives and how we adjust to it, how we work with it and move with that change. It, it's us resisting the change is what causes the issues inside of ourselves. But if we're going along with the change and adapting and moving with it, everything is much more easier. There is a flow to it. You're able to work with it, not against it. Yeah, And I, th- I think that that's been a lot of the majority of, of people's problems with this change is because they're, they're wanting so much to go back to how things were. They want to go back to the old normal of how things was. That normal doesn't exist anymore. No, it's completely gone. Yeah. It will never happen again. You have to learn how to be in the moment and go with what is taking place in that moment. In all moments, you, you know the the old the old power structure on the planet is crumbling down, and that is part of what all this is. So that's there are a lot of people who don't who can't see the big enough picture to understand that that's what's happening. So those are the ones on social media complaining, "Oh, this sucks. Let's go back. I don't want a new normal." Well, the normal that you want to hang on to, <clears throat> excuse me, was the toxic version. Yeah, that society as a whole and Mother Earth all combined together is cleansing itself right now. It's purging out the old. So, and the, like I said before, the caterpillar goes through a time of chaos before it turns into a butterfly. So, yeah, it's it's what, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, my coffee's getting to me. It's what society has to do. We just have to do it. We have to roll through it if you want. You know, if you if you really want the peace and happiness that you're always talking about, then we got to go through this unraveling to get there. Yeah, the old has to fall away. Yeah, is that the perception of 2020 is either going to be one of two things? It's either going to be seen as a loss or seen as a gain. And perceiving from either being loss or gain. It's showing the two different sides within us, which ones that we're working with, the ones that we're operating from. The loss being the illusory self mm-hmm. and the gain being the, the true universal self. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of them is not going to learn anything about this experience. The other one will be having nothing but gain from this experience. Yeah. They'll be learning about themselves, how the world operates, 
and how they view the world through all aspects. Yeah, I know just doing this podcast, I've learned and grown by leaps and bounds, you know, so I never, I never really thought of it as, as, uh, as really as a loss. I considered everything a gain, especially with the, the falling away of the old power structures, you know, p- people starting to, to wake up and, and, uh, and the creativity of people starting to come to the forefront and people starting to um, build communities and and provide products and resources that weren't available before. You know, people are, are showing their creative side. People are finally coming out and breaking out of their shell. Mm. So it's all, I mean, it's all coming around, you know. I mean, I, I, for me personally, I, I didn't view it as a loss. It, you know, it, it just goes back to people, like you said, fearing change, not wanting change, not wanting to let go of it fear of the unknown and and that provides the distortion that makes your life miserable when you keep trying to hang on to the old it's i was just talking to someone about this last night i had i i talked to somebody last night who who is um on this path so to speak mm-hmm. Uh, she 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 is the uh, the lieutenant in charge, um, police officer for Bernalino County. Mm. She she's right on this path. We were having this exact conversation last night about letting go of the old and accepting change. It's quite. I told her, you know, I was like, I gotta get you on the podcast. You're you'll be a an awesome guest. You're like right in line with this. Mm. Nice. Yeah. You got a ton of like new notes sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But right when we were we were gearing up to start, before I hit the record button, you said you had a pretty good meditation. You got some new notes, and uh, you got some uh, some things that tie it in there. Going back to raw with that uh, that new book you're reading there. Yeah, I I do have quite a bit of stuff to talk about, but I did really don't want to have it. So, so much of a structure today. I just want yeah. to kind of hit, hit on the points as we go and we'll, we'll kind of get there, get there through it. Hit points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this stuff is, is a little bit deeper. It's taking it to a next level. Like, everything has been leading towards this point anyway. That's that's reason why that we're considering this season three now. Just going to be doing this just a little bit different. But uh, for the listeners out there that are just now uh, checking out our our episodes, um. I would say that the I would recommend and I and I feel that that Jesse would feel the same way that to continuously go back and re-reference the earlier podcasts or even just start at the beginning. I know I know that we've said this before, of starting at the beginning of the episodes and working your way forward till now because 
really this has been a, an overall structure of learning and everything ties into itself but how we've how we've laid it out it actually has a an understandable structure that leads into itself with each episode each next episode it keeps mm. building and compounding upon what is already there and it was building the foundation of what we've been you know teaching up to this point yeah absolutely so by maybe listening to just episodes here and there you may not be catching the full content the full understanding of what we're explaining so it would be necessary to go back to the the previous episodes and even if the topic is is something that may not necessarily resonate with you there's a ton of information that's still going to be throughout that that episode it's not we really don't stick to one subject specifically because we tie it into everything else as we go yeah it, yeah, it's that it, you learn better when things are a little bit more free flowing and not so structured. And and uh, like you said, you wanted to uh, keep keep it a little bit more on the fun side as opposed to structured. And the human, the brain does learn better that way. But uh, yeah, that's I mean, you know what the the structure of the podcast turned out the way it turned out. It wasn't really planned. <laughs> yeah. We just kind of started and winged it, and and it you know I know the early ones were rough, but like I said before, it's we've shown progression and growth, and the, the audio's gotten better. And we've we've learned how to have more of a dynamic together as co-hosts, and everything's starting to mold to to gel and mold and flow better. You know, as as you know, we're coming up on our year mark, so yeah. everything is starting to come together. Yeah, the the podcast itself has evolved, the information itself has evolved, and the people that have been following along with this as well have evolved with it if they're understanding and applying this in their lives oh yeah so so as the listeners should be able to look back in in their experience of what they're going through now and see how far they've come with this new information with this new learning and growth you know they can actually look back and see now wow I was a different person before, before any of this, maybe able to show them more areas of improvement to work on for themselves as well. Yeah. And a lot of times, uh, large chunks of time go by before you actually realize how much you have changed. You'll have something that pops up in your environment that shows you, Hey, wow, I am, a, you know, quite a bit different than I was six months ago. I have grown quite a bit. So if you're if you're questioning that, don't worry. You you've changed. You just haven't had anything pop up in your in your environment to to reference it against, you know. But it'll happen. Yeah. And it it may just take some bigger aha moments or some realizations to get the ball rolling even more to make you have massive jumps in your understanding of your being it's when you have those is when it really answers a lot of the unanswered questions inside of you but now you're taking all that knowledge into everyday life that that's where it is transformational for the person Mm because now they're actively working with that energy yeah 
Speaking of energy. Yes. I was sitting on the couch. I want to say, what was it? Maybe Monday. I think it was Monday. Waiting to do my, my uh, energy meditation along with Shaman Oaks. And uh, I felt it probably like an hour or two beforehand. I felt it kick in all on its own Mm -hmm. on my body. Like the same sensation that I get um, doing the energy meditation. I, it started kicking in all its own before it even, I even started doing the meditation before it even came on live. So it's been starting to kick in on its own. I've noticed that feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's progressing a little bit more. I've noticed that the energy, how shall I say, starting to, uh, maybe fill in in my body. It's starting to kind of like pouring liquid into a container. It's starting to fill in and, and, and stick around more. And uh, I've been noticing like uh, little changes here and there happening. The way people interact with me, the way the environment interacts with me, mm-hmm. it's all going much more positive than it has in the past. Nice. Just Yeah, and it seems more synchronistic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like people that don't normally say hi are saying hi like we've always said hi to each other. It's weird. It's almost like a reality shifted, you know. And people are more, more, more friendly with me, like you know, uh, more inclined to talk to me or or give me a hug when they leave or something. Or it's crazy. And things like, like I said, in the environment, like like you said, more synchronistic things just kind of line up a little bit easier for me. It's. It's, it's kind of trippy the way it's going down. It it really kind of ultimately boils down to what vibration that you are. Yeah, is the, is the most simplest way to describe it. Now, what that what that entails behind it, you being that vibration, you're having that reality reflected back towards you that matches that vibration it matches what you are resonating yeah it's matching it's just that the energy is is um <clears throat> it's kind of like powering it up you know amplifying it yeah it's <clears throat> so if if any of you guys out there aren't doing uh or are seeing like some kind of energy healer and find one in your local town or online or something or i highly recommend it or research what Reiki is, what energy transfers are. Yeah. I found a lady here. I'm going to try and book an appointment with her. She does a full Reiki hour and a half, like, cleanse and fix everything type session. All this, all realigns all the chakras, does, does gets rid of all the stuck energies, gets rid of all the uh, emotional nonsense one hour and a half, like, fix everything session. But the only open times are when we're at work. <laughs> I might have to take a day off. I don't know. I think it'd definitely be worth taking a day off for that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> what book you got there? There's a... Okay, well, first off, um, one of our one of our listeners, uh, Jeannie, 
has sent me some uh, a couple of books and some other material. And there's one of the books that I'd like to read just uh, some ex- excerpts out of. And it's uh, James Redfield's The Celestine Vision, mm. Living the New Spiritual Awareness. And um, I'd say for this book, it, it really is kind of like a more kind of like an intro to spiritual awakening and then kind of tapping into maybe some, you know, that being like the level one, easy to kind of understand, uh, kind of like an overall process of kind of what's going on. Yeah. And then maybe kind of get into maybe some level two a little bit. But to really you know, show from his perspective and his research and his experience what the awakening entails. Mm. There's really, there was some really good stuff in here. Um, Oh, I have no doubt. (laughs) You have a ton of page markers in there. Yeah. And it's, it's like halfway through the book. I'm not going to do like the entire book. You guys, you guys, I wish you guys could see this at home. He's got, I don't know, it must be like 15, 20 page markers. And then he's got a bunch of pages folded over on the corner to mark in several spots. It's just, it's amazing. I go through a lot of highlighters. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He keeps the highlighter business in business. (laughs) I'll, I'll go ahead and just hit and start hitting some of these some of these points in the book. Okay. But like he just starts off in the, just in the preface alone in this book, we will see that the old mechanistic worldview has been discredited since the early decades of the 20th century, chiefly through the influence of Albert Einstein, the pioneers of quantum physics and the newer research on prayer and intentionality but the prejudices of the mechanistic worldview linger in our consciousness, guarded by an extreme skepticism that serves to screen out more subtle spiritual perceptions and would challenge its assumptions. Understanding how this works is important. In most cases, to experience higher spiritual experience, we must be at least open to the possibility that such perception exists. We know now that one actually has to suspend or bracket skepticism and try in every way possible to open up to spiritual phenomena in order to experience them. We must knock on the door, as it has been expressed in Scripture, before any of these spiritual experiences can even be detected at all. Can you say that last part again? We must quote-unquote, knock on the door it has been expressed in Scripture before any of these spiritual experiences can even be detected at all. Let that sink in for a minute. And we've, we've talked about this as well. Yeah. That, that shows a complete split in... And how you're operating as a being, whether you're doing it and and being so involved in the spiritual world or in the physical world with what you're doing in your daily life and having no idea that there is a spiritual component to you, as in every other single person on the planet, having that exact same connection, the exact same source, 
the essentially the rest of what we are is in that. Yeah. But not having any side of it, it doesn't exist. So people wouldn't even be able to conceptualize what spirituality is. And for a lot of those people, they're going to discredit it. They're going to, anytime it's even brought up, they will either fight against it, walk away. They won't listen to any of it because there's nothing there in their mind to be able to fill in the blanks or understand what is what is being talked about. They haven't tapped into that side of them yet. Nope. I know some of those people personally too. <laughs> And that's fine. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's not their time to, to learn any of this. No. It's not what they're seeking. It's not what they're wanting. They're wanting the physical experience. Very much so. But for the people out there that are searching for more, that are digging inside them themselves, trying to get into their inner core and understand how themselves and, and how the world works, how the universe works, this is the path that you will be on for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's a fun one too. Oh, I'm absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I've come across more cool things and, and and more more interesting people than I ever have. This is still in the preface as well too. As this transformation plays out, most of us will probably remain in the general line of work we've always pursued, in the families we love in the particular religions we find most truthful. But our vision of how our work in family and religions life should be lived and experienced will transform dramatically as we integrate and act on a higher experiences we perceive. So as your perception changes, you're perceiving more. Yeah. More than what you weren't, able to perceive beforehand going back to the preface my observation as I have expressed before is that this transformation and awareness is sweeping across human culture through a kind of positive social contagion once enough people begin to live this awareness in an open way discussing it freely, then others see this modeled awareness and immediately realize it allows them to live outwardly more of what they already intuitively know inside. Afterward, these others begin to emulate the new approach, eventually discovering those same experiences and others for themselves and go on to be models in their own right. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There's a profound difference between knowing about and debating spiritual perception and actually experiencing these perceptions ourselves. So that goes back to being you you can't be that until you understand it. Mm-hmm. Once you understand something, you become that understanding. Yeah. You become what you're thinking about talking about how your behavior behaving as all your actions back up what you're teaching what you're walking you're walking the talk you're talking the walk Mm -hmm. because you are 
that walk and, and that talk. Yeah, absolutely. You've embodied it. You become it. <clears throat> you understand it. You're able to teach it. You're able to teach it because you are it. You are it. You are it. There is no try. Do or do not. This little section uh, is called Pursuing Our Dreams. The universe truly seems to be set up as a platform for the actualization of our deepest and most heartfelt aspirations. It is a dynamic system propelled by nothing less than the constant flow of small miracles. But there's a catch. The universe is built to respond to our consciousness, but it will give back to us only the level of quality that we put in. Mm. Bam. Therefore, the process of discovering who we are and what we're here to do and of learning to follow the mysterious coincidences that can guide us is dependent to a great extent on our ability to stay positive and to find the silver lining in all events. Living the new spiritual awareness is a matter of passing through a series of steps or, or revelations. Each step broadens our perspective, but oh. each step also presents its own set of challenges. It is not enough to merely glimpse each level of expanded awareness. We must intend to live it, to integrate each increased degree of awareness into our daily routine. It only takes one negative interpretation to stop everything. One, just one negative interpretation. And really, you kind of have to go back to the beginning and kind of start over again. Yeah. One negative interpretation. Well, you got to figure out where that's coming from. Yeah, that's going to the, the source of why that's there yeah. in the first place. That is doing the inner work. Mm -hmm. But I like what he said just in that first sentence, that living the new spiritual awareness is a matter of passing through a series of steps or revel revelations. Right. Now, that is the those aha moments, the big revelations that you have about yourself about what source is, about what your play in this has been the whole time. It, it strictly comes down to your experience and how you're experiencing it. Yeah. But you need to find out why you're experiencing it the way that you are either way. Either way, it, It's yeah. diving deep into it. In this, all of your questions that you've had will be answered. All of the answers are in that exploration. Mm -hmm. Just where are you searching in that exploration? But truth and love is going to be the main headers that are going to get you there. It is through that focus that you will find those answers. If it deals with anything other than that, you're looking in the wrong direction. 
truth and love. There is only truth. He does talk about synchronicity in this book. Uh, and, and Carl Jung, I'm sure that a lot of the listeners out there have heard the psychologist called Carl Jung and the, the works that he's done. He, he explains synchronicity as an acausal principle in the universe, a law that operates to move human beings towards greater growth in consciousness. It's it's yeah. showing you little signs that, hey, hey, man, dude, you're on the right path here. Keep doing what you're doing right now. But you won't really see synchronicities unless you're in that alignment state of being more truly what you are. You won't notice it because your perception is everywhere else. If you're in that flow state of being more in alignment with what you are, the universe will give you back synchronistic situations, numbers. It could be a number of things that is showing you, hey, man, you're you're doing what you're supposed to be doing right now. Mm -hmm. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. We're watching. We're backing you up. We're guiding you. Yeah. But as we take notice of these synchronicities, they begin to happen more. You get to see them more because your perception of the world and how it operates is changing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But as you see this, you realize that you can change. It's okay to change. Change is actually a beautiful, wonderful thing that is constantly occurring, but noticing that it's us that is resisting that change, that what's making change difficult. Period. Yeah. You get to see this for yourself. It comes in chunks. <clears throat> You'll notice it. Yeah, I can I can agree with that statement. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of times you don't realize how far you've come until you until something shows up one day and you go, "Oh man, I am a different human being than I was 4 or 5 6 months ago. I have changed. I am noticing more. I am getting more synchronicities than a few months ago." My path has changed, and I didn't even realize it was happening when it was happening. Yeah, you're so busy on the the thing that you're doing that you, you don't actually realize it until you look back one day. Something flashes back at you in your environment. This is getting off the the topic of synchronicity. But we've we've kind of mentioned this before as well. <clears throat> he says, most of us have learned to pursue life with our egos alone. Waking up in the morning and thinking we must take complete control of our day. We create inflexible mental lists of projects we intend to accomplish and pursue these ends with a kind of tunnel vision. Yet the mystery is always there, dancing around the fringe of our lives, 
giving us fleeting glimpses of possibility. We must decide how to slow down and shift our focus and begin to act on the opportunities coming our way. Now, what he's what he's really talking about here is we've at the beginning of the day, as soon as we wake up in the morning, a lot of us are kind of preloading what we're already going to be doing in that day. Yep. <laughs> With that being said, we're probably missing so much of our our growth objective in that day because we have a tunnel vision for what we want to achieve in some other way. If we were to wake up in the morning and go with the day, yes, we can have our goals, mm-hmm. but go with the flow of the day to also meet these goals in line with what's going on with the day. You will have much more completion, much more fulfillment, much more um, abundance at the end of the day with gratitude and thankfulness of how everything transpired. Wow. So how are you ending that day now on a good note and then taking that good note into the next day with you? Yeah. Wow. Wow. You know, aside from having to go to work or having to run errands or whatever, I I wouldn't recommend preloading the day with any kind of expectation or uh, outcome or whatever. Just let it happen. Yeah, that's right. It's not having an expectation of how it's going to play out. Yeah. Because it... Yeah, I could get off on a tangent on this one really easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just go with it. Do the things that you still have to do, but go with how the flow is. Don't get angry or upset about how everything is playing out. What's causing you to get upset is your, it's your inner belief system Mm -hmm. that ends up getting you thrown out of whack because you're expecting things to be a certain way. This includes you. This includes everyone else around you that interacts with you. It's already expecting everything to be a a certain way when it's all just a complete illusion of the mind. Yeah. Just remember that the universe is smarter than you are and it knows how to (laughs) get there better than you do. So what happens to you is probably for your own good, be it whether you want that or don't want that situation. It's... it's, uh, yeah, it's for your own good. Probably a safer route than you were planning anyway. <laughs> it's a much easier route if we just go with it. Yeah. <clears throat> God tries to get you to where you want, but you, as humans, we, we tend to fight it a lot. Just wondering if we should switch gears right now and talk about something else. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's a good segue because that that other topic we could both rant on that for hours. So yeah, might yeah. as well. <laughs> so, man, where to start on this one? Okay, so 
One of one of one of our close friends brought a um, a late Christmas present for me. Okay. Chatted on order. It hadn't come on. It hadn't come in the mail yet, but she brought it over when it come in, and it's a uh, it's labradorite stone. <clears throat> I don't know if anyone out there has heard of labradorite, but it's a it's actually a very powerful stone. It's gorgeous too. <clears throat> well, I could already tell when I took it out of the bag that it had its own signature that I haven't felt yet. It had a, a lot of depth and density to it. It's like, well, I'll I'll mess with this later when I actually have time to focus and meditate with this. Right. So later on that night I did. I was able to mess with it. Well it it's more powerful than what I thought it was gonna be. Uh, it was able to get my third eye in a state where I was able to ex- essentially experiment with it more with a kind of a different playing playing field. So what this leads up to is I was able to experience and feel a lot more energy moving and how it's moving. How it's moving. That's a good one there. But slowing it down and seeing where it's actually coming from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. With with that being said, now... We, we've we've said this quite a bit in the past, and this is something that Nikola Tesla, this is one of his co- quotes about uh, everything in the universe being energy, frequency, and vibration. Now, anyone that is, that is on the spiritual awakening path or, or that is working in this realm to find who they are, just everything, begin, begin to see and experience life as this as energy frequency and vibration can being that that is all that everything is yeah but seeing it and experiencing this way completely changes it changes everything it really does well <laughs> something that i have also explained with we we talked about it a few episodes back of of being in that state that is before it's like it's immediately before the present moment being in that meditative state and you're able to experience energy as it is actually what i'm about to say is more for the advanced listeners the ones that have been working in this realm for a while in deep states of meditation, been working with their third eye. This is just, I'm trying to explain it in a a different perspective to kind of show what's taking place in these moments of possibly transcendental meditation. So it's going to be the deeper states. 
anyway, so what I've labeled as the pre-present. First, you have to have the ability to allow yourself to be absorbed in the present moment. Which means all of your awareness, all of your focus and attention is going on to everything that's taking place inside your body, around you. All thought in the mind has been completely shut off. The mind is still and it's quiet. Now this will need to take a little bit of time for each person because... Yeah. It it may take some just deeper states of relaxation to get into that zone to where the mind is still. Now this is where a lot of people um mainly hang out in meditation of just getting the mind to become still or if you're going to work on a, a specific thought process, that's where you would do it in in that stillness zone. Well, there's something that's actually beyond that stillness zone, which is where the transcendental part comes into play. You're now walking through that next door that's there. And what this next door is, is essentially the veil of forgetting. It's going through that veil and tapping into what's already happened which is going to be that pre-present it's immediately before the present moment it's in this zone that if your third eye is open you're able to go through that veil of forgetting tap into source and see on the other side of the veil in this time in this moment your entire belief of what time was completely goes away your physical body goes away you're no longer what you thought you were at all you have now tapped into the source and everything that's on the other side of the present moment. Did that make sense, Jesse? Yeah. (laughs) So like when I had explained before about when I was going into those, those deep states of meditation and getting time to stop, this is what was going on in those states. Mm. When I when I was saying that I felt like that I was immediately before the present moment. It was just like it. This is what I was trying to explain, but the best way that I can label it would be the calling it the pre-present. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, you can only get here through an altered state of consciousness. It can't be a just a regular, like you cannot do this with your thoughts. The mind cannot get you here. It, 
at, you have to be in a meditative state and beyond to even start to tap into this. Mm. But once you tap into it, once you find where that is and how to get to it, really everything will change for you. You have the capability to change whatever you want in this realm because you're working directly with source consciousness there. You're working with that voice. It's it's a lot to... I mean, we could essentially have just a, a separate <laughs> episode just talking about this. But everything that everything that we've really explained in the past does does explain the pre present of how of how it's labeled. Yeah. But just giving the people the possibility that it's there is something that you can achieve and work through. But is anyone out there are they using meditation is it a part of their daily practice yeah it will take it is going to take meditation to get you there mastering the the easy the easy levels of meditation and then learning how to get in, into the deeper states of it But something that I did notice in being in this deep state and how the mind works with our daily life and just our daily scenarios. So being in the present moment and doing whatever it is that you're doing. Okay, so are you having a constant mental chatter alongside what you're doing in that moment. Is there an echo in your mind of what you're trying to process and work through as you're doing what you're doing? Or is your mind still with what you're doing? Yeah. There, there's two differences at play here. The echo in the mind that you're having is not going to allow you to be in that present moment because it's still trying to process something that happened five, ten minutes ago or it's working through something that you're doing right now. Now, with that chatter, is it creating a story with what you're doing that's coinciding with what you're doing? Can you see where I'm going with this, Jesse? Yeah. Catching ourselves having this constant mental chatter. We need to identify that it's happening if it is happening. Now, people with busy minds, this is absolutely what's taking place. There's a constant narrator of, of everything that's going on in that moment. But it's keeping us from actually seeing what is truly in the moment. Everything that's playing on the head isn't. Yeah, we've talked about this 
quite a bit before. Yeah. But if we're able to slow down those thoughts of the mind, all of that chatter, if you're able to focus more on your intention, how you're doing it, why you're doing it, It's literally changing how the mind is working now. It's having to operate from a different perspective than what it was before. It will start to find truth in everything and see it as truth versus adding a story to everything that's going on. This is where someone is able to find peace in what they're doing. Yeah, peace. In many more ways than one because the mind is no longer in that chattering state and you're just peaceful no matter what you're doing. It's still being stuck at that light at the intersection you know, you want to hurry up and get home or whatever. But you're still at peace. You're not reacting towards that light. Yeah. You have the patience to wait for that light to turn green so you can go. You're not fighting that whole scenario of being pissed off of why you can't be home already. Yeah, I hope no one's doing that. <laughs> I used to be really bad with road rage, but really all of this, it it made all of that just go away. Yeah. But by having inner peace, you're not so reactive at all towards everything that is, is going on around you. You're just moving with it, going with that flow. I have a lot of notes to look through, man. I just, you got a lot. There, there's, there's nothing that's narrowed down here. It's like it's bouncing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone right now that's going through these changes on the planet, there's, there's different levels of these changes that are taking place. For, for the majority of the people on the planet that are, are just now tapping into tapping into their peace, uh, tapping into their spirituality and knowing that something is there. And, and just now for the first time, starting to make positive changes in their life. And there, there's been, I've heard a lot of that on, on, you know, television and the media as well, whatever about, of people taking this time for reflection with the whole COVID going on of seeing that, that there there's a different side to all of this. It's not how we're reacting upon what's going on that, that we can change that reaction. Yeah. We can learn from this entire event. 
which is what it's there for. It's for our learning. Well, the people that are just now starting to get into this, that would be what's considered fourth density consciousness. The planet itself just upgraded to fourth density consciousness. This is what the overall society is going to be working its way towards. It's yeah. it's allowing the the old three dimensional, the third density ways, it's allowing all that to fade away, become healed, and now start to become the fourth density, the new level of how things are going to be. This is all going to be focused around the topics of, of understanding and love. And Ra talks about this as well in the raw material, about these, these different densities that, that have the, a main, essentially the main objective for that, that level of learning, that level of, of growth of your spiritual being. So with this understanding and love, you're learning understanding. You're becoming more understanding. You're starting to understand more than what you did before. All of this is going to be more focused in love. Anything that's love-based, you'll start to separate from the things that are fear-based and start to become more love-based. Yeah. So now you're taking that understanding of love and you're 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 changing yourself with this love. Mm. You'll be starting to love yourself more, start to love others more. And that's how it's going to evolve for for these individuals that are just starting to experience something new for the first time. Which is cool because they're actually tapping into their Spirituality that maybe that they didn't have yeah. before. And all of this is it's changing your frequency. It's it's raising your your consciousness up a little bit more than what than where it was. And it, really this is where everything is gonna start for a lot of people. Oh, it absolutely is. And and that's what they're a lot of people are going through it right now. The, the empaths, they're going to be like the, like the new empaths, the ones who are just now figuring out that they have that ability or yeah. what it is or researching it. The ones just starting out would be fourth density. They would be working in the fourth density realm, mm -hmm. being a fourth density being, having that fourth density consciousness. But are they going to be trying to getting, are they going to be working on getting deeper into that to try and figure out more about what they are? If not, if they're having resistance towards it, then the things that would be going on in their life experience, they would be seeing it as being harder on them. They would be taking more of a, more of a victim stance or a, Maybe just a, oh my God, what the hell is even going on here? Am I yep. losing my mind? Yeah. 
it's it's going to be that much of a of a drastic change depend, compared to what they were before but meditation yoga diving into why you're experiencing things the way that you are that's what's going to get you through this that's where your learning about you is going to take place Because with this understanding brings a lot more understanding of other things that will start to make a lot more make sense. Uh, Past the fourth density consciousness, go up to fifth density. And this deals in the areas of light and wisdom. So with that understanding and love that you were working with in fourth density, the love is now more light-based. Moving up in those higher levels of consciousness, you're now utilizing love and light this this deals with you. This deals with how you perceive absolutely everything else around you and what your influence is on that. Mm. You will want nothing but sending love and light out, being that love and light, getting deeper into becoming unconditional love mm-hmm. love has nothing to do with physical the physical body being uh, especially any sexual act there's a diff a much deeper core to love than yeah. what humanity sees it as Absolutely. So it's our understanding of what love is that we must realize what it is at its truth. With that, you gain wisdom. With this wisdom, you gain your resilience. You gain your self-confidence, your self-worth back. And this is what you're uplifting others with. There is no more bringing down others. You're in a state of uplifting. Uplifting. Because you are that uplifted being, now you can uplift others. You can share that light and love with them. You are it. You are it. (laughs) And you do this through all of your actions. You don't pick and choose anymore. You've realized that there is no more pick and choose. There's only one choice. One. You're becoming your higher self in this fifth density consciousness. But 
but it's it's also going to bring a a striving to get higher and higher in that because you're realizing what the connection is to everything and how we're all related. Well, that brings it into the sixth density consciousness, which deals with unity and balance. Mm. Unity, meaning that all of us are one with each other. We all share the same consciousness, just split into different vibrations. And balance, you're balancing out everything in your life, everything that's in your being, everything that you're doing outside of yourself. It's balancing the wisdom. It's knowing where you can apply that wisdom and where you can't. Mm-hmm. This is a striving towards the the becoming of the completion of self. Uh, 6D consciousness, you have become your higher self. But you have the striving to get higher and higher and deeper into that. To become that next higher self that's in there. The next one up, baby. And this is all moving towards the the seventh density consciousness, which would be completion. You're completing all all aspects of yourself. You have access to your super conscious. You have access to all the things that aren't of the physical world. You have access to source. It's it's a constant remembering of what you are and who you are as to how all of this unfolds. It's just a remembering. That's all it is. Remembering. It's remembering your divine self, your divine being, the core of what you are. But working with this, once you find what you are, you're you're now able to take this limitlessness and apply it to the world. And that is that is just so powerful. Try and conceptualize something like that. Oh, I can conceive it. This is what spiritual growth is. And that's why you're changing the world as you're doing it. It's like, especially if you, when you get up into the, the fifth density, sixth density, that that old you doesn't exist anymore. It's completely gone. I would think not. 
the one that brought you suffering is gone. I hope so. <laughs> By that point. To me, it just felt like it was a dream. That I can see. Absolutely. Like, like I dreamed it. Like it was, I was asleep. I once had that dream and, and I woke up and the dream left. Makes sense. Wait, has your dreams changed lately? Do they seem more real? Yes, they do. Uh, a little more real. I can see things a little more clearly, a little more vivid. Do you have more of an influence in your dreams now? Like it's not so random that you you can change something in the dream. Like you you know that you're there. You're more conscious. You're more conscious of your state being in that dream. Yeah. It's definitely changed for me over the past few months where, because I really didn't remember any of my dreams before. I would just have just peaceful sleep. Mm -hmm. But now I'm, I'm beginning to remember all the dreams that I had. But while I'm dreaming, while I'm asleep, I have more control over what's going on in the dream. Makes sense. All the randomness is kind of went away. Like it's a scenario that I'm working through in that dream. But it's taking all of the knowledge and how we're working in this physical realm and in life and taking it into that dream. Because there's been so many times where I've been having the conversation with someone or teaching, or someone is teaching me. Yeah. I mean, that just shows even more that we're doing so much more away from the physical world while we're, while we're gone, while we're asleep. If anything, we're living out other realities somewhere else that, that plays into our overall just our overall function yeah I get the impression that everything is much more connected than we ever realized like there's levels within levels within levels and it's all connected and all working simultaneously yeah in this amazing flow that we just can't comprehend yet. But having a lowered level of consciousness being focused on the physical world and being that that's all your experience is the mind will not allow you to try and process anything beyond its understanding.
But that's where it takes raising the consciousness to be able to understand Mm -hmm. and experience it. Yeah. Hope this hasn't got like too deep. Not for me. You want to take a break for a second before we get into this next topic? All right. Yeah, let's do it. We'll be right back. Right back. All right. We're back from break. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode because we don't want to get into a, a new topic. But I, I hope that this was understandable. It was kind of <laughs> kind of broken. But uh, if there's if there's any questions, uh, please please send us an email. If there's anything that we discussed that didn't make sense in this episode, yeah, please feel free to to ask a question via email and uh, answer it as much as we can. Or if we need to discuss it more in a next episode, we can do that as well. Yeah, don't be don't be afraid. I mean, we get, there. There's a, I mean, some of you guys are, are taking an active role in, in writing in and asking questions when you don't understand something. So yeah, I kind of didn't really prepare myself enough for the for the level of what we're going to be talking about in this episode because it. Being that we would have a, a wide range of where listeners are at, some of this is going to apply to them. Some of them it isn't. And so this is going to be a kind of one of those strange episodes where just take what you can from it. Take what resonates with you. Uh, if if none of this made sense to you at all, that that's fine. This would be something to just come to at a later time and re-listen to it. You know, a few months from now, maybe after you've had some more understanding and experiences in your own spiritual life. Yeah, it's, come back to it. Just mark this episode and come back to it <laughs> later. <laughs> later, yeah. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening and um, we'll see you guys in the next episode right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, spiritpower369 at gmail.com evolution through ascension at gmail, gmail.com and uh, uh, podcast underscore theory at Instagram. Love you guys and uh, see you in a, in a minute. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.
Christmas bell.